Hello there, my name is Danny Yeoman, wild bird expert for Pets Corner and developer of Peter and Paul Bird Foods. Welcome to next for a number of podcasts detailing some of the amazing birds that we see and feed in our gardens. Every week we're looking at a different bird and this week we're looking at the splendid hoopoo. Sometimes people call it the common hoopoo but there's nothing common about this bird. It's an unusual bird that doesn't breed in Britain but each spring and summer, a small number visit. It's rare to see them, but because the hoopoo likes short, grassy areas, it is sometimes spotted in gardens. Like the cuckoo, the hoopoo name is onomatopoeic, as it's named after the soft, far-crying song, Poo, Poo, Poo. But it's not just its name that's impressive. With its bold stripes, long curved beak and funky hairdo, the hoopoo is one of the most noticeable birds around. Just by looking at it, it seems to have been used to other species for inspiration when styling itself. There are shades of the zebra in its black and white barred wings, of the anteater's long curved tongue in its beak, or the lion in its mane-like crest. About a hundred hoopoos arrive in the UK each year, but trying to catch up with one that's been reported on our shores is far from easy. They appear and then they disappear, as if by magic, and seldom hang round for long. It's sometimes suggested that warmer summers may tempt hoopoos to become regular British nesters. I'm sure they would be welcomed with open arms, but so far there's little sign of colonisation, with fewer than 50 known instances of breeding in the past two centuries. In truth, these are package holiday birds, which can be glimpsed on a beach holiday anywhere in the Mediterranean. Without doubt, they rank among the continent's most stunning birds, but in some countries within their breeding range, hoopoos are often vilified as unclean and a foul stench is sent to emanate from their nests. But in fact, their nest holes are usually lined with pine needles or moss, and females fastidiously remove the chick's droppings. So, why the bad reputation? A fondness for probing dung in search of grubs doesn't help. But the main reason hoopoos are seen as melodious is nesting females and their chicks resort to chemical warfare to fight off would-be predators. If alarmed, the birds release a fluid that stinks of rotten meat from a specialist gland above the tail. Better still, if the female is away from the nest, the entire brood leans forward, cocks their tails and forcefully ejects the contents of their guts as reeking streams of excrement reaching 50 centimetres or more. A hoopoo is one of those birds that isn't easy to forget. Some people refer to it as the butterfly bird because of its broad wings and buoyant undulating flight. The plumage of the hoopoo is quite beautiful with a pinkish brown to chestnut upper body and black and white wings but probably the most striking feature is the crest which can be raised into a half circle above its head when displaying. As I've already mentioned, the hoopoo is named after its vocalisations. It can sound like it's making a low hoop, hoop, hoop noise. Its Latin name, Upapa, describes the call more accurately. A loud oop in sets of three. 
This call isn't the only noise a hoopoo makes. Char is a warning. T means the babies want food. And a wheezing sound comes from the female during courtship rituals. The breeding range of the hoopoo has crossed most of mainline Europe, with the exception of Britain and Scandinavia. It has attempted to breed in Britain on at least 50 recorded occasions, most recently in the 1990s. When building a nest, hoopoos don't gather twigs and find a nice nook on a tree branch, rather they look for holes in the tree trunks, cliffs and in urban environments walls. Indeed, in their breeding range, a birdhouse is the perfect nest habitat for these birds. Females stay inside the nest until the eggs hatch, and some birds will try to close up the nest as much as possible, leaving an opening for the male bird to bring food. As I already mentioned, females and the young also have the ability to spree a sticky odour to ward off predators. In addition to being able to stink up the place, hoopoo chicks are also able to ward off predators by strategically aiming their um, droppings. They've been known to use their bill and wings to fight off intruders and even make threatening hissing noises. These birds have a particular courtship ritual that revolves around food. The male presents insects to the female for her to eat, a type of so-called nuptial gift. Obviously, the male hoopoo knows the way to a lady's heart. The hoopoo is monogamous, although the pair bond apparently only lasts for a single season. The nest hole has a narrow entrance. It may be unlined, or various scraps may be collected. The female alone is responsible for incubating the eggs. Clutch size varies within location, with northern hemisphere birds laying more eggs than those in southern hemispheres. In Europe, the clutch size is around 8 to 12. The eggs are round and milky blue on laying, but quickly discolour in the increasingly dirty nest. The incubation period for the species is between 15 to 18 days. During incubation, the female is led by the male. The incubation period begins as soon as the first egg is laid, so the chicks are born asynchronously. The chicks hatch with a covering of downy feathers, but soon feather quills emerge, which become adult feathers. The chicks are brewed by the female for between 9 to 14 days. The female later joins the male in the task of bringing food. The young fledge at 26 to 29 days, and remain with the parents for about a week. The hoopoo eats worms, larvae and insects. The beak of the hoopoo is long and slightly down-curved, almost like a wading bird. It uses its bill to probe into the ground to find food. For this reason, hoopoos tend to feed on short, grassy areas, and birdwatchers sometimes joke about hoopoos have an affinity to vicar's lawns. If you keep your lawn a little like a bowling green, and are incredibly lucky, there is a slim chance that you might have this amazing bird turn up. And if you do, Peter and Paul mealworm mix would be for the food for them. Now, Peter and Paul mealworm mix can be fed all year round. For insect-eating birds like wrens, pied wagtails and starlings, maybe possibly hoopoos, it's brilliant. 
But this mix comes into its own at a certain time of the year, the breeding season. From early spring to midsummer, when baby birds are on the nest, or when they have just left the nest, they require protein-rich food. And as mealworm mix is bursting with dried mealworms, sunflower hearts, pinhead oatmeal, and finely chopped peanut granules, that's just what it provides. This mix is ideal for table and ground feeding. And if you're worried about the baby birds in your garden, or someone that regularly puts out a single straight food in your garden, peanuts let's say, try a bag of mealworm mix during the next breeding season. You'll see more birds in your garden, and you can be proud that your efforts have probably helped dozens of young birds in your garden. And we all want to give youngsters the very, very best start in life, don't we? Like all Peter and Paul seed mixes, mealworm mix has added Nutravio, a natural seed coating, which is not only a fantastic energy source, but also inhibits bacterial growth. So it can help prevent birds picking up common bugs like Salmonella and E. coli. It has also been created to provide your garden birds with a more complete style of meal. And that could be the difference between the birds in your garden surviving and thriving. Just getting back to hoopoos. Hoopoos are migratory birds flying south to spend their winter in southern Spain or Africa. When they fly northwards to return to their breeding grounds, some fly too far, particularly if weather conditions are favourable and find themselves in Britain, most often along the south coast. The hoopoo is specially protected in Europe, but there are no measures in Britain other than keeping secret the location of their nests. Whether you live in the town or country, you can help look after hoopoos and other garden birds by providing a wildlife friendly garden that includes water and having the very, very best food available for them. Foods like Peter and Paul. For more information regarding Peter and Paul wild bird foods, please check out the Peter and Paul website at www.peter-and-paul.com or pop into one of our wonderful Pets Corner stores. And the nearest store to you can be found at the Pets Corner website at www.petscorner.co.uk. That's it from me. I hope you've enjoyed this look at hoopoos. For further birds, please continue to check out the stream. And I look forward to speaking to you soon.